Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Beautiful Friday afternoon. Sitting down with uh, an old friend of mine, <laughs> Jackson Reese. That laugh was hella kinky, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his buddy Kamal. They're going to tell us about how they got started in the music industry and uh, take it from there. You know, how, How'd you guys uh, get started and how'd you two meet? You want to go first? You go first. Okay. <clears throat> how did I get started? I wanted to figure out how... I could live the rest of my life and never have to work again and just have fucking fun and get paid for it. And I was like, you know what? I like music. Music makes me feel weird. And it's a good kind of weird. So I just kept going and making music until it just worked for me. And now I don't have to work anymore. Just make music. <laughs> yeah. Out of the way. Um, I started music back in the day when I was like a junior in high school. I'm 25 now. I was like, what, 16, 17? Then start. I taught myself guitar, started a band, we toured around called Captiva, and then, um, yeah, m- moved on to kind of the solo thing I've been doing, more like pop, hip-hop stuff with Kamal here. We, had, we got songs together and everything. We're always in the studio, and I manage another artist now, and uh, yeah, just been networking a lot, just doing my thing. You know, that what Kamal said kind of reminds me of... Uh Jackson's classic tagline in one of his songs it's uh do what you love love what you do that's yeah. the motherfucking mission <laughs> yes. and god damn it here we are that's a fact doing what we love and loving what we do um I know Drew's got some things to say pass it over to this guy <laughs> I don't know what to say <laughs> no I guess I'll ask uh what are you guys like listening to right now like with uh you know, like Corona and everything, like mm-hmm. music's just kind of different. People are doing their own thing. So, what are you guys doing to like stay busy and stay like in the shit? And like, who do you fuck with right now? Okay, recently I've got, like I grew up like rapping, and I wanted to be a rapper. And then I started kind of branching out, and I was like singing. But I like always listened to rock, and I just during Corona, I think it was like right when the lockdown happened. I was like, Gotti, like, everybody's at a standstill right now. Like, even Drake is, like, fucked up right now because of corona, and, like, we have to, like, figure out new ways to innovate. Let's take this time where we can, like, be steady and, like, find something that's find something that's groundbreaking. So I started doing rock, and it just turned out to be, like, the genre that I probably should have been doing my entire life. So at the moment, I'm only listening to, like, things with, like, heavy rock influences or, like, live instruments. Less rap because, like, when you've been doing it so long, it's hard to get inspired by it unless somebody's, like, incredible. But, like, when it's stuff like that, like, it's new to me. And it just makes me want to, like, try more. So, hella R&B and hella rock is what I've been listening to. Hell yeah. No, I feel like nowadays, like, rap, you can only do so much with, like, a beat. So, it's, like, the ones that are, like, I look up to are the ones that have, like, a live band when they perform and, yeah. like, live instruments. Because I feel like that's that's what's, like the best right now you know it's a feel you can feel it instead of just listening to it and hearing it but yeah i see i'm i'm more like the opposite like i was first already doing rock like indie alternative rock for years and then kind of been swaying more towards like the pop hip-hop world so i've been listening to a lot more of that stuff like pop art like upcoming mostly upcoming like hip-hop pop artists like i follow you know, because, like, I'm managing artists, too. I want to see, you know, any other artists who are, you know, getting a buzz or whatever. I just, like, 
I don't know. I feel like it's entertaining to see what's new and hip, especially with the younger generations these days. But like, um, I do. I found uh, <laughs> this kid named Meat Computer. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! You got you got it. Yeah, Meat M E A T. You got to look up Meat Computer. So he makes he makes beats. Like he makes all of his beats, and his beats are fire. But then like when he's he like raps on the track and makes like videos he has like a bunch of videos on youtube and like <laughs> like that's literally what he does it sounds like Bars. Super and I, i'm telling you though like as as much as i i hate to say it like like because he's young as fuck like he's obviously in high school or some shit and it's like dude that's like actually the future of like what we're getting into especially with hip-hop and stuff in my opinion mm. but like so like that stuff like keeping up with what's like coming up but then also, I just found an artist named Safe. Have you ever heard? He's more like pop, kind of R&B. He's from Toronto, and he's fucking lit, dude. I'm loving what I'm hearing from him. He's worked with, like, Drake and Playboy Cardi and all that, but... Okay. I'm listening to a lot of Mario Judah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Mario, Mario Judah is huge, too. We're, we're all over Mario Judah. Fire. So who is Gotti? Gotti is is my hijack. My <laughs> no, he's <laughs> yeah, he's my boo. No, uh, no, he's my roommate and basically our producer, vocal engineer. Yeah, it's pretty much the reason why we got like super close. Like, yeah. um, I knew Gotti because uh, my video guy he worked for like Technon or whatever, so I reached out to him and like he was the only person in the city who like agreed to like work with me and shit so i reached out to everybody so this guy brought me over and he was like you know you're cool just like come and kick it and then in a week he he was moving out and his roommate was bergatti he was like hey he makes beats like you should really fuck with him and he showed me like one beat and after that that i like wrote a whole song to it like in the studio and we looked at each other and was like oh damn it has never been the same since like we just he throw on a beat start making a beat in front of me and we'll make a song and that is my most listen to and stream song ever just the first one that we did and then we had a show and he came to the show and then he moved in with Gotti so he saw me performing and we were like hey I've seen you on Instagram yeah. it's like that was dope and then I came to his show the next week and we've been drinking tequila and wilding the fuck out ever since <laughs> 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 so I'm I'm pretty good friends with like the Lang guys and those are the bros the yeah project lang ariel and all of them so yeah. how, how'd you guys get in contact with them um but project lang i knew them because we we're both from kansas city they went to bonner i think and i went to uh washington so i knew them because some of the homies uh they moved like into like the uppers and they went to uh bonner so i would go to the games and shit and see them and all the schools like intermingled and talked and then when we graduated, uh, they really started going hard with uh, Juby. Shout out Juby. True. Shout out Juby. Yeah. And so they started throwing like little get togethers and parties and then performances. So we've always like known of each other. But in this last like two or three years, things just started to bubble for me. And then we were like, all right, cool. Let's just work together a lot. Because we, what is it? Austin drinks tequila like I do. And so, and so, makes sense. right. So we would be at the bar and we'd just be like, you want a shot? This round's on me. This round's on me. And we would just get fucked up. And then he'd be like, yo, we got a performance. Like, do you want to like show up? I'm like, yeah, for sure. And so we just kick it a lot, man. 
and that's how it happened for me anyway dude for me for me it was like super super like natural honestly like i was i was like just getting into the hip-hop scene i was hanging around a lot at the time with uh harry harry p who's a producer i worked with a lot shout out harry um but we me and him would always just go to the local shows because we were just trying to see what's up like get our name out there to other people who are doing the same stuff in the city all that so we go out to shows and a lot of them are the project lang shows are like the ones we kind of gravitated towards because i don't know they were seems like project lang was only one star on like significantly like bigger shows yeah. with like actually talented artists in the yeah. city you know so yeah so they did and you know i and so I would go to those, but then also I got hired with Mammoth, which is like a promotion company, and they work with Project Lang a lot. And so I kind of was, you know, I wasn't working with them at all in that way, but, you know, like through mutual friends, like got acquainted very easily. I don't know. And so, we've yeah, we've been kicking. I won a contest with them. I played one of their shows. Yeah, they've hooked it up. They're the, they're the yeah. bomb for real. Yeah, I feel like Kansas City is so, like, the music scene's so, like, small. Like, the circle is kind of small. It's like... Uh, I feel like everyone's just like it's not a lot of competition. It's just like let's work together, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I'm sure it can get like heated. Like there's stupid beefs between local artists, but no, like always. for the most part nowadays, I'd, I've seen more collaboration than I've ever seen. You I, know, even though I've only been in this scene for like maybe a year and a half, two years, but yeah, I, no, I think weird. it's the new generation. Because when we were uh, when we were in high school. We, did, we didn't really have a music scene when it came to, like, eclectic things or, like, people who were actual, like, artists. We were more so, like, and this isn't to, like, downplay it or anything, but it was more, like, uh, like super gangster rap or, like, people coming, like, from the Bay Area and, like, moving drugs back and forth, like, Ron Ron and, like, people like them. Like, they were really popping. And it was it was fire, but it wasn't really a lane for um for people with a different type of, like, artistry and then when we graduated we started being in charge of like the events and whatever and it was more so like hey what kind of music do you make and is it good instead of like do you make this type of music and it's like a gatekeeper and they're like oh yeah it's not that so you we're not gonna let you in this inner circle but the newer generation just we're all different and we're all nerds basically like we all watch anime we all do like weird shit like that so our music all is like in a different lane and vein so everybody's coming together Jackson, I remember you saying years back how there's so much beef in the industry and if everyone could just collaborate together and build each other up as opposed to shutting each other down like, oh, this dude sucks or whatever, um, it'd be better for all parties to work together and make Kansas City as a whole skyrocket all the way up. And it's just like really cool to see that like you've kind of found your niche with that and you have your your squad of people who are all working together and trying to help each other out and promoting each other because that's what it takes is the the community aspect yeah and i think that's been yeah i think i think a big thing um and some this is something that i've always done so like i can preach it for sure it's like you know it's 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 one like you, you just have to like even you got to know if there's a local artist and you're like you know deep down like damn they're ahead of me in this game they're they're doing well they're, they're sounding better than i am like the production quality is better because i was there at one point i was looking at all these local artists i'm like damn where does he get his, where who's his engineer you know like i need something that sounds that good you just got to respect that and lift them up you know because they are doing their thing like once they see that you're lifting them up just because you 
you fuck with like what they're doing and may- maybe you do kind of envy it a little bit but like at the same time you're like you can go around them take notes and and see what what they're doing do it yourself like so if you lift them up they're gonna want to lift you up you know it's like kind of like Give that. And take. like, like kind of swallow your pride if if you want somebody in the city to blow up you just got to keep supporting you know yeah I, I feel like to piggyback on what he said it's like if you do find somebody and like being envious is like it's a human trait like you're, you're gonna feel that but it's it's how it makes you react so instead of like letting it react and make you spiteful yeah. it, it kind of take it as inspiration that's what i do like i just started playing guitar and i see him shred the fucking guitar and i'm like fuck i am light years behind goddamn but instead of being like oh hijack i wish your fingers fell off like i'm like <laughs> i'm like ooh, one day i'm gonna be as good as you watch give me like a, a year and a half like it's gonna be like fire and it's like inspiration it makes me happy instead of like I'm a hate on this dude because I, he's so good. And then I'm sitting here like, dude, yeah, any questions you have, like, I got you. You know, like, I'm I'm here to support that because, you know, I see him working because he's taking notes. Like, you know what I'm saying? It all goes Absolutely. full circle. Right. There's always people out there that are going to be better than you. Yeah, and like, there is. You, and you, you should be hanging around with those people at all Damn times. Right. And that's where you started. You know, you I remember when you were getting started playing guitar, it was just kind of like you picked it up quickly. Dude, it was do you I don't think you remember like the first time I was like ever picking up a guitar was like in your dad's house, like your room, like you had a guitar up there. And I was like playing. I remember I was like, dude, check out these like chords. I, I found out <laughs> stuff like that. Do you not remember that? I mean, I, I remember the upstairs. I remember yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you had the snake and shit. I remember yeah, drinking I remember in that closet pretty- for the first time together. Yeah, that oh, little yeah, Dasani yeah. water bottle of vodka, and oh, yeah, you I had to call fucked. your mom or something. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we were lit. That was yeah, dude. I tell people about that story all the time. Like, yeah, the first time I drank liquor, it was like the first shot I ever took. Like, was <laughs> out of a liquor cabinet of just pure Kahlua, yeah. and like you're supposed to put that in coffee, and we just took a shot of Kahlua. <laughs> Like, we had no idea. We were like, this shit sucks. Like, people just drink this? I'm weak. I'm weak. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but anyway. Good times, dark but, times. But yeah. <laughs> dark times. But yeah, the the guitar shit. I don't know, dude. If you're trying to learn guitar, a lot of YouTube. Just go on YouTube and just Marty keep music. playing it. That's what he's been doing. He's been playing every day. That's all you got to do. So I just wanted to to know like what what's like what's like the day in the life for one of you, for both of you guys look like run, <laughs> run, run it up <laughs> run it up we'll do, we'll do for me now like like I'm I'm in school I'm a full time student at UMKC finishing up a degree in marketing I'm in my last year finally but so like now that that like that just started on Monday. So now for me, most every day during the week is something having to do with school. And then I also have a part-time job now too. So it's school or work or we got projects really school, work, music, and then I manage an artist too. That's my daily, like that's all I'm doing really. Um, mine is a little bit more chaotic than that. Uh, <laughs> I um, actually am just a musician full-time now. Like I'm trying to like, I'm trying to sustain it. It's definitely harder than I've – it's harder, but it's a lot more rewarding. So, like, I wake up at whatever time I fucking feel like, which is great. And then I um, probably was drinking the night before. So I'm going to get a giant glass of water, cuddle my cat, 
cool. That's my dude. Shout out Waffle Flock of Flame. Uh, <laughs> and then I, <laughs> and then I, I'll probably put on some music and just study a little bit, try to figure out like what they did to make a catchy, whatever. Play the guitar a little bit, work out. Then it's like, God, he's off. Let me go to the fucking studio. And I grab the biggest bottle of uh, Jose Cuervo that I can find, and we go over there. We make music and get drunk, have fun, invite people over. Um, and by that time, it's lusty hours, and I'll be like, ooh, I'm feeling kinky. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I shoot my wide net of text messages out, whoever pulls up. You know, it's going down. And then I wake up, and I'm like, damn, I was probably drinking the night before and repeat. <laughs> so that's that's the normal day. I know that lifestyle. <laughs> I, I can relate with the kind of waking up whenever the fuck I want. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Usually it's like 1, 2 p.m. It's fucked up, man. <laughs> but it's great. If it's a night out of the studio. And yeah, focusing on that solely on the music side of things, mm-hmm. like I'm sure that keeps you hungry and keeps you motivated and wanting more. And like I'm going to actually wake up at a decent time today to really try to grind out and like make this shit a reality for sure you can't i learned this from i think dame dash it was like people or maybe it was gary v it's like people will you know go to work and clock in and you gave like eight hours of your day to this shit that you don't give a fuck about and then you come home and you're like damn i'm tired i don't want to do anything and then you go to sleep and at that point, what did you put towards what you want to really do? And how, if you're not putting effort into it, will it eventually equate to you quitting that job and doing what you love? So you got to treat, you know, your passion like a fucking day job. You got to clock in every fucking day. You got to really think about it and be like, yo, I got to move with a purpose. Do that shit. Yeah, I think there's like a cool, like, there's two sides of it. Mm-hmm. I think like, because like I'll look up to like big artists like Travis Barker, mm-hmm. just being a drummer. Like, Fire fuck with him so much and like he just like i like read his book and shit and it's pretty like standard like people that are like have made it and are like super successful will tell you like they had to like do everything it took you know Mm -hmm. 110 percent into their their craft but i think like like for like jackson like i feel like there's there's also a like people that can like balance it and like take care of some other shit you know and not like for sure you know like so how do you like stay in it like you know you're busy you got school and work and shit like what keeps you like rolling with it um i don't i don't know dude i mean like i don't necessarily want to do school but i have to you know i kind of like school in the sense though because like i have trouble disciplining myself like to get shit done like if i don't like i feel like sometimes if i didn't have schoolwork to do I wouldn't be up and at them enough to do the music shit on top of it. So I feel like the school itself or like just those busy tasks, like up all the time doing shit is what is driving me in the first place. Like, oh, I have to do this. And while I'm doing this after this, might as well do this. You know, it's just kind of like all of it together is what drives itself. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm wired the same way. Like I need some sort of structure in my life for me to get the other things done. Um, And one thing about about Jackson is – he, you know, dropped out of college to pursue the music career. Yeah, and, yeah. like, now he's going back to school because that's just where he's at in life. And there's no that, – that's just – the point I'm trying to make is there's no right or wrong way to get to the path that you're trying to get to. As yeah. long as you're taking the right steps, staying motivated, moving your feet, and, like, keep your eyes on the prize, anything's possible. Yeah, A lot of paths to get to. For sure. Goal. And, like, it, it'll – 
like it'll be nice to have a degree in the end too because it's just like with me also i feel way more comfortable having more options like if that's the case you know so i don't know it's, it's good shit but yeah i feel like it can be stressful like for me like i've wanted like all these desires in life like music is the main thing and it's like Usually, if I'm not taking care of, like, my shit and myself, like, I'll never be able to, like, reach that shit. Yeah. So, it's good to have, like, you know, your your bases covered. Mm-hmm. You know? For sure. I think it's a good discipline, too, to, like, be doing something that you don't want to do and then also something that you want to do. Because, like, in everything that you do, it's going to be some shit that you hate about it. Like, mm-hmm. and the fact that he can, you know, go to school and then go to work and then do music. That's just, like, a testament to, like, how much he actually loves music yeah. and wants to do shit. Because, like, mm-hmm. you still find time. Like, what Gary he said, like, <coughs> that shit can drain you. You know, work can drain you. But do you love this shit enough to go home and then do another job on top of yeah. the job you just got done with? Like, Dude, it's like, it, it on that note, too, it's like, I'll go to school. And be honest, I fucking hate school most of the time. So I'm like, fuck school so much that it makes the music part that much more enjoyable and it makes the music that much better because i want to get out of school you know like i want it to work that bad (laughs) everyone can identify with that feeling absolutely yeah man well this has been fucking cool sitting down with you guys and just like getting to know you better and catching up with you um yeah i think maybe tell us how we are to find you. Anyone out there who's listening, how how are people gonna get hear your music? Gotcha. What do you got going on? Like what's what's next? I actually have an album dropping this Sunday on uh January twenty fourth. It's called Rock and Roll Gangster. It's like all the shit that we made throughout like quarantine, all the like experimental rock and rap and R and B shit that I've been doing. Um you can follow me on anything at music by Kamal is K-A-M-A-A-L. And if you want to find my music, any streaming platform, just Kamal Malik. You can find me anywhere. Yeah, and then for me, um, coming up, I have uh, another single called Spectacular that's uh, dropping on uh, January 28th. I believe that's a Thursday. And that's just me. But then after that, shortly after, I have another single with Kamal here called On My Way that'll be dropping probably two weeks or so after that, two and a half weeks or so. That song's a banger. We're super excited about that, that one. But um, but then after that, I got a project coming out. I don't know date or when that'll be, but it'll be like an EP. But if you want to find me, I am on mainly on Instagram at hijack underscore. That's H-I-G-H-J-A-K underscore. And then if you want to find my music, you know, Spotify, Apple, just H-I-G-H-J-A-K, just hijack. And uh, Captiva. Oh, yeah. So I do indie alternative stuff, too, which... By the way, you're going to love this, Malachi. We have uh, High Rollers dropping. It's going to be dropping on February 28th. Mm -hmm. I already have it all set up. So Captiva's got a new single coming out then. It's it's all ready to go. So y'all are in for a treat. Yeah, it's a good one. He's heard it. He was in the studio for it. That shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can can show. I'll show you it after this podcast. Please. I was in there going crazy behind the booth. <laughs> the fuck? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I did the whole like main vocal take in one take, the whole song. God damn. Yeah. Nice. Don't you love it when that shit just works out? Well, yeah, it's been in my fucking head for like how many years? Like four or five years. <laughs> Too long. I finally got to get that shit the, out there on the record. We also have a band uh, coming out called Ankle Monitor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go by the name of Felon, and he is gonna be convict. Yeah. It's gonna be lit. 
Berlin. Berlin. I broke my ankle monitor. I'm in. Okay, well, I'm over it. <laughs> Fuck my PO. <laughs> we'll go beast. Oh, Fuck yeah, well. Thanks for like coming out, yeah. guys. And Thank you, boys. Talking. Thank this was dope. Yeah, we'll do it again. Hell yeah. yeah. Once we get things going in the new studio, we will have you guys back, and hopefully you can make some shit over there. Yeah, we definitely will. That'd be tight. Well, hey, everyone who listened in, thank you so much. We fucking love you. No good. Peace.